Good morning, Contrarians. Thursday morning, July 7th, about 6.20 a.m., a little earlier than usual this morning. Yesterday, stocks managed to hold on to gains. Uh, the Russell 2000 was the only major index that dropped. It was down about eight-tenths of 1% on the day. The jolts report we spoke about yesterday morning came in a little hotter than expected with quits and layoffs little changed over the previous month. But the market mostly shrugged that off. Things did move a bit higher after the FOMC meeting minutes, although it wasn't clear exactly what in the FOMC meeting minutes gave investors reason to bid up the market, but whatever. It was a modest day of modest gains, but the third straight day of gains for the S&P 500. So things have been positive this week. And this morning, as of this hour, it looks like the risk on mood is set to continue. Stocks are up a tiny bit. Major U.S. indexes pointing to gains of just about one-tenth of one percent. Commodities are rebounding a bit more, though. WTI crude is up about 1% to move past $99 a barrel. And the ever-important copper is up 3.5%. Crypto is also moving higher. Uh, Bitcoin up almost 2% to trade around 20500 And bonds are selling off. So that would those all speak to risk on. But the yield curve is still inverted. So we do have that. Today, we get a couple of employment reports here. Um, the main major employment report is tomorrow, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. For now, today, we have uh, ADP non-farm payrolls are out at 8.15. I have historically glossed over these, but a guest last month pointed out that this data is actually may actually be more reliable than the uh, non-farms, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics stuff that's out on Friday. And the reason is that ADP systems are pretty ubiquitous across U.S. employers. So if anybody would have a good gauge of employment, you figure it might be the ADP. Anyway, where this report is concerned, economists expect 200,000 new jobs. So that's significantly more than the 128,000 seen last month. So will be interesting to look at that. Then immediately afterwards at 8.30, we have weekly initial jobless claims. The expectation here is for 230,000 new claims, which is basically in line with what we saw last week. This number has been slowly creeping up, though, since it bottomed out in early April. And here, too, I point you to a podcast guest, the one that we had this week, Mark Chapman. And he pointed out that an increase of 50%, 5.0, from the lows basically predicts a recession, or actually may mean that we're in a recession. And if you're doing the back of the envelope math, it's about, we're looking at like 30% or so off of the lows. And if you're curious, the 50% increase from the lows would translate to 249,000 claims. So we're not far off of that. It's been kind of stagnating around 230 for a couple of weeks, but there's no reason it couldn't jump up to 249. Maybe not this week, but maybe in future weeks, but look for that. Um, other economic stuff, I'm not going to bore you too much with this. U.S. trade balance out at 8.30, blah, blah. Show, show notes have that information. A couple of Fed speakers. Um, yeah, the show notes have that information as well. And earnings, Levi Strauss and WD40, they both report after the close at 4 p.m. The bottom line. 
Well, the first employment report of the week, which was yesterday's jolts, was shrugged off by markets. Now, like I said, there are three more, the two today and then the biggest one tomorrow. I'm not counting the challenger job cuts. That's another one that's imminent. But the reason I'm not counting that is those numbers appear very volatile to the point where they might as well be arbitrary. So I'm not going to bother with that. Not There's no um, survey number for it anyway. But the question is now if we are going to see more stress in the labor markets. We haven't really seen stress per se other than the headlines about layoffs. But where the numbers are concerned, we just see that the the movement has been more towards unemployment. These have been moving up, you know, for a couple months here. And it makes sense that this is going to be slow. Not everybody's going to lay people off at once. It's going to be little drips and drabs here. It may gather momentum as we go along, but the Fed needs this move this to come to to abate. It needs employment to abate, it needs unemployment to go up. Reason being that this is the one thing that can definitely improve inflation. Because if fewer Americans have jobs, that means there is going to be less spending from U.S. consumers, especially on, cons- on uh, discretionary goods. Inventories will build up and prices will have to drop. That simple. Actually, we've already seen gas prices drop a little bit. I saw somewhere that it's below $4 a gallon in, in some area. Not where I'm living, but whatever. Probably not where you're living either. Anyway, the Fed needs this to happen. They need the inflation to show marked improvement before they can stop raising rates. In the meantime, higher rates are just going to continue cutting into economic growth and also into risk-taking. So this is why the market is waiting and hoping for any indication that the Fed is going to reverse course, hopefully sooner rather than later. And that is why any signs of unemployment, of rising unemployment, will likely be greeted as bullish indicators by investors. How bullish remains an open question. We'll have to see. That's another topic for another day. Of course, if the employment shows continues to show strong employment, you'd figure that would be bad for, for um, risk-taking, bad for investors, bad for markets. At least that's kind of the, 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 typical, the, the typical playbook here today. Not entirely sure how that would play out. I would thought, think that yesterday's jobs, jolts reports would have impacted things the same way. It didn't. But volumes have been pretty subdued and uh, not much action. Like we haven't seen much movement here. It is summer, but it looks like we're still waiting for this. We're still waiting for this employment or any sign that the Fed can maybe ease off. We may not get that, but whatever. That's where we are today, this Thursday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you find this podcast helpful, please do share it with all of your friends and family and anybody else you think might benefit. Word of mouth is the main way this stuff gets around. And with that, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.